happy to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Hey everyone, and thank you for joining me for the inaugural episode of Red, White, and Right. I am Joe Q. Public, and I am here to entertain as well as educate. I know in these times when the woke crowd is trying to keep you down and keep you from talking and keep you from actually having an opinion and violate all of your constitutional rights, you'd love to hear a voice that is on your side, and that is mine. I started this show because I wanted to speak to the American people, the people that have lost their voice, the people that are being silenced, the people that are afraid to talk because a small group of little dogs are barking and the media keeps shining a light on them, making everyone believe that if they say something, they will lose their job, they will be bullied, they will be even assaulted. Let's make a few things very clear about my show from the get-go. I am not racist. I am not sexist. In fact, quite the opposite. I am very, very pro-women's rights. I'm very, very pro-everyone. I take people on a person-to-person basis. I found that regardless of race or sexuality or religion or anything, that all people can be really awful, given the chance. And I know that when I was growing up in Houston, Texas, which has a huge gay population, I know that just because I went out to a bar and a gay man hit on me and he got handsy. That's not what all homosexuals were like, any more than when some creep hits on a woman at a straight bar and roofies her drink and assaults her, that's not what all heterosexuals are like. You take people on a person-to-person basis. And the majority of them are terrible, unfortunately. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up news of things that I think are really wrong with this country, and I'm going to talk about them because I think a lot of people are afraid to. And I hope that you enjoy what I have to say. But believe me, one thing I feel very strongly about is love for others. I will not tolerate racism. I will not tolerate sexism. I will not tolerate discrimination against homosexuals. But even more so, I will not tolerate far-left ideology and woke cancel culture. That has to stop. And if you're afraid to talk... Well, sit back and listen, because I'm not. Now, I know it's going to seem like I'm coming after the trans community in this episode, but unfortunately, it's what I have a lot to talk about, because they're the ones making the most noise right now, and they're the ones that are really making me sick to my stomach. Now, again, when I was growing up around the homosexual community in Houston, Texas, there was nothing about gay people that ever bothered me. They were wonderful people to be around, always happy, never understood how they could be so happy about everything, but they were. They were oppressed, and believe me, in the 1980s, man, was it okay to be very, very discriminatory against homosexuals. We got away with a lot, saying a lot of things, a lot of jokes, movies, everything. But the gay community, they took the right course. They said, hey, we just want to be treated like everyone else, and they are like everyone else. They said, we want to be treated like everyone else, and they went the right way about it. They didn't go out, and they didn't assault people, and they didn't bully people. They didn't threaten people. They didn't murder people. They didn't make people feel unsafe. They went out and they said, hey, here we are. Here's our rainbow. We want you to accept us just like we accept you. They've come a long way and I'm very, very happy for their community. 
But now the LGBTQ plus all of a sudden has a group of people that are riding their coattails and making a pretty bad name for the gay community. And I thought it was just me. You know, I sat here and I watched and I thought, the gay community is backing these transgender people. And I feel like in my mind, I kept saying, they're taking 10 steps back because of this group. And I thought, why isn't anyone standing up and saying something about this? And then I found that someone had. I found a video a man representing one of the largest gay groups in America went before Congress and spoke about the transgender community and how they don't want any association with them. Let me play that for you now. Modern trans movement is using the LGBT community as a shield to push their radical agenda of mutilation, sterilization, and indoctrination of minors and as a gay man who represents the organization Gays Against Groomers, I'm here to make it loud and clear. The LGBT community is sick of being used as a scapegoat for these destructive practices that are ruining kids' lives before they ever even had a fighting chance. For years, the LGBT community has fought valiantly for tolerance and acceptance in American society. And in the year 2023, we have achieved that. Now, all our progress is being erased because our community has been hijacked by trans terrorists. The LGBT community is being used like a Trojan horse by extremists in a death cult to ruin the future generation of our country by destroying their bodies, creating irreversible damage and lifelong medical patients before these kids ever reach puberty. And make no mistake, the radical trans movement has become a death cult. Their most, their most recent mantra is death before detransition. They're possessed by a sick obsession with bodily mutilation, self-harm, identity destruction, and pure hatred for anyone who dares to question this dangerous ideology. Now, I want to take a step back and talk about how the transgender group is affecting not just the gay community, but even more so the female community in America. Now, call me crazy, but why is it okay all of a sudden for men to call themselves women? Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a woman. There's nothing wrong with wanting to dress like a woman. There's nothing wrong with even getting a sex change and sort of kind of becoming a woman. But you cannot just say, I identify as a woman and then start using the bathrooms, start playing the sports that women. We have a biological advantage over women. It's not sexist for me to say that. Believe me, you're going to find as you listen to me more how pro-feminist I am. How much I love women. How much I stick up for them. How much I fight for them. Women are one of the main reasons that I started this show because of this transgender group totally violating their rights. Women have come so far. It wasn't even that long ago that they couldn't even vote in this country, the freest country in the world. Women still don't get equal pay. Women still get marginalized, sexualized. And here they are representing our country, playing sports. Women's sports has never been bigger. The women's World Cup team in soccer, the biggest sport in the world. The U.S. has won. The men's team has never won. The men's team has never even been to the championship. But here we are, Team USA, and we have won. 
our women have flown the stars and stripes in other countries and said we're number one. And now all of a sudden, we're supposed to let men who say, I identify. Well, I'm sorry, but that doesn't check out scientifically. I can't just walk outside of my house and say, I don't identify with gravity and then float up into the sky. You can all sit around and you can fight for my rights about it if you want to be crazy people and say, hey, he identifies as non-gravity. He can float if he wants to. He doesn't have to. It's, it doesn't make any sense. You see, it's just nonsense coming out of my mouth right now. Men are born stronger. We have testosterone. It's not a sexist thing to say. It's not a me arguing with the transgender community thing to say. It's a fact. It's a scientific fact. Why do you think colleges are making men who identify as women take therapy to stifle their testosterone because it gives us an advantage strength-wise. And every time a man goes into a woman's sport, even with his testosterone being taken down a peg or two, they still dominate. We watched this swimmer stand on this podium with these poor women and accept a first-place medal and smile like, like he wasn't doing anything terrible. And I said, he, I'm not going to call you she. You are a man. You made women undress in front of you. You can't just tuck it away, call yourself a woman, and then violate. These are blatant violations of women's rights. What is the difference between a man walking into a women's locker room and staring at them undressing and a man claiming to be a woman walking into a dressing room and staring at them? Absolutely nothing, except that one of them apparently is okay. One of them's okay, and the other one is a felony. One of them is embraced in a certain community, and the other will put you on a list for the rest of your life. I'll start with my first story here. A male Canadian powerlifter breaks women's bench press record in protest against trans inclusion policy. A male Canadian powerlifting coach broke the Alberta women's bench press record over the weekend in an act of protest against the presiding organization's extremely lenient trans inclusion policy. Now, if you would like me to define how lenient their trans inclusion policy is, these aren't men taking drugs to suppress their hormones. These aren't men taking drugs to suppress their testosterone. These aren't even men that are tucking it in. These are just men. And they changed their names to Sally. And they went in, and what did they do? They dominated the women's bench press. So, Ari Silverberg, who does not identify as transgender, participated in the 84 plus kilograms category at the Canadian Powerlifting Union's Heroes Classic. Silverberg bested transgender identifying male competitor Ann Andres, who watched him from the audience. Okay, so. Again, this transgender man won and set a record. So this non-transgender man came in and said, I'd like to compete in this women's sport. And this Canadian powerlifting union said, well, okay, because that's all right. And he went in there and he destroyed the record set by the transgender man. I'm sorry, transgender woman. The man pretending to be a woman. I'm sorry, but that's that's awesome. That's funny. That's hilarious. You cheated. And then you had a man come in and do the exact same thing. He, she, the transgender, Anders, 
didn't participate in the one that he won, in the one that the non-identifying transgender man, the one that his name is Ari. He went in and he won, and then he she said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna compete in this. This this is ridiculous." Do you see the hypocrisy? Why even have men's and women's sports at this point in our country? We're seeing all kinds of college players lose. Women, again, I have to say this. Women have worked so hard to get where they are, and they're still not getting enough. They are still trying to achieve equality. And when these little girls, these biological girls, spend their whole lives from age five training to do whatever, gymnastics, soccer, weightlifting, swimming, etc., etc. They spend their whole lives to get to the college elite level, to have a man. And most of these men, I kid you not, have come into playing these sports only for a few years, whereas these, whereas these women have trained their whole lives to be there. And then you've got the favorite coming in, a woman, a female, born female, coming in. She's the favorite to win. And then some dude who's been swimming for two years comes in and is like, I identify as a woman. And then he throttles everyone's records. He completely smashes the times, the record times set by women in the past. And to watch these poor women stand on these podiums and take second and third and their faces so just drained of any joy or happiness. I mean, to just to be so cheated, it's heartbreaking. And it's getting worse. And the thing about this transgender community is if you don't bow down to what they say, and I don't mean like you say, yeah, okay, I'm cool, transgender people. It's cool. If you want me to call you ma'am and you're a dude, fine. If you That's not enough. You have to embrace it. You have to celebrate it. You have to have a day, a month, a year, a shirt, a sticker, a night at the hockey game. Where we're all celebrating the transgender community. Again, these people make up less than 1% of America. And yet everyone is so afraid of them. You know why? Because they're crazy. Because they have a long history of being mentally unstable. One of them just shot up a school in Nashville. On a day when the transgender community was going to commit acts of violence. They were going to rally and commit acts of violence that they had to kind of like go, well, we can put it off for a couple of days since one of ours just killed some people in a school. Every time that someone famous or a politician gets up and says, I don't believe that women's sports should let men play, then all of a sudden they get assaulted. They have people outside of their house. They have to have extra security. They're bullied. They are bullied so bad. Their life is ruined. That is the most un-American thing I can think of. That sounds like a bunch of Nazi shit. There is no way on God's green earth that I am going to allow a grown man to go into a bathroom with my daughter. I don't care if you want to think that you are a different gender. I don't care if you want to be called by a different pronoun except they, them, but we'll get into that another time. I don't care if a man wants to be called her. I don't care if a woman wants to be called him. I don't take any issue with that. But it's like, because I don't get up and stand up in front of the world and go, I love transgender people more than anyone else. They're the greatest. 
At this point, who's violating their rights? Haven't they gotten enough? America, you have got to stand up for what you believe in. I know that the majority of this country still believes in good, wholesome family values. And that includes the gay community. Gays believe in marriage. Gays believe in monogamy just as much as anyone else. And now, now the transgender community is smearing their name, their good name, all over this country. This has got to stop. Someone has to have a reality check. You cannot sit here. You cannot sit here and be controlled by a tiny little group of people. Riley Gaines, a collegiate swimmer who has been openly opposed to transgender men being in I'm sorry, I, I know I'm saying that wrong. Transgender women, a man as well. It's so impossible to keep up with that. Okay, she has been openly opposed to men being in women's sports there. Okay, so what happened? She's at a press conference. She's assaulted by none other than a man who identifies as a woman. Shocking. Dude straight up assaults her at a press conference. A man. I hear so much talk from liberals about how crazy conservatives are. And I'll give you that. A lot of times they are. When you go extreme anything like the alt-right or extreme liberal left-wing, you start getting crazy on both sides. And I don't defend either one of them. But when a dude wants to be a woman, gets up in front of a press conference and assaults and assaults a woman, a biological woman, the mental instability of the trans community is staggering. This is not uh, this is not a movement where anyone has ever been in the spotlight and people have been like cool what a hero what a person to look up to no they've been people that major corporations are so scared not to support because they're afraid of getting boycotted who's going to stop drinking your bud light anheuser-busch because you don't support a transgender man woman whatever who is also, you get this, who is also modeling sports bras for women, a dude. Bud Light has a spokesperson who's a man, a transgender woman. What is Bud Light afraid of? That a, what, a couple thousand people are going to stop drinking Bud Light? I guarantee you, you lost a lot of patronage with that move because you're so scared you're so afraid you know why if you don't support the transgender community then you're against us that's that is the thinking that is really literally the thinking if you don't support us embrace us celebrate us then you hate us you're a hater you're a transphobe i hate that i absolutely despise that being called something because I don't agree with it. I don't go out and assault trans people. I don't go out and pick it against them. I don't tell people, hey, I don't like transgender people. I don't talk about it. Until now, until this show, I was just fine living my life.
We got all kinds of things to work on in this country, racism being one of the biggest ones. And unfortunately, that's something that's never going to end. Racism will always be here. And even if you found some magical way to end racism, then people will find a way to hate each other for another reason. Because none of us are the same. Even when we're in the same race, none of us are the same. We're all individuals. We will find ways to hate each other. Racism sucks. Yes, it could get a lot better. And I hope that we do. And we're trying. I embrace, highly, highly embrace my African-American community, and I will not tolerate racism. But I also will not tolerate being bullied. Every day on the internet, I read comment after comment in forums where people anonymously talk about these problems in America. And again, anonymously, because it's the only way they can. Because if they talked about it on their own personal time and someone found out and their job found out, they'd get fired even though they're not at work and they're not representing the company. I'd understand if I went to an anti-trans rally, got into a violent fight, and I worked at Subway, and I was wearing a Subway shirt and hat, I'd expect to lose my job. I'd expect to lose my job for being at that rally, too. You can't go and do violent things and expect to keep your job. But if I'm sitting at home and I, I tweet... I don't agree with the trans community. I don't agree that men should play in women's sports. And then one of them gets a hold of that tweet and it goes viral. Then all of a sudden you've got these backseat protesters coming out of the woodwork, acting like they're some kind of saints for sticking up for the men dressed like women saying, I can't believe he said that. He hates trans people. Let's all meet together tonight in Aga's house. Let's threaten his children at school. Let's do things that make us look so much better. Why doesn't someone in the transgender community stand up, take the spotlight and say, hey, trans people, a lot of what we're doing is wrong. It's okay for us to identify as women when we're men. It's not okay for us to go in and violate women's rights. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make this entire episode about the transgender people. I had a lot of things to get off my chest. It's been a long time coming. I'm not going to backpedal. I'm not going to pussyfoot and be like, I have transgender friends because I don't. I have tons of homosexual friends. And guess what? They love me and I love them. But they're respectful. They're good human beings. And then there's a handful of them that aren't. I've known some real scumbags that are gay. But it's not because they're gay. I know, I know, I'm all over the place. I'm very disorganized. It's I've been trying to get this show published for a long time, and uh, I don't even know what the format's going to be, but I promise you it's not always going to be about transgender. It's going to be about the things that are going on in this country that I feel are really, really wrong, and I want people to talk to me. I want you to email me, red, white, and right at yahoo.com. Email me anything. You can hate me. You can love me. You can give me ideas. You can ask me questions, and I will answer them. I'd love to. I love communication. I'm going to sign off for now. I have no idea what the format of the show is going to be. I don't know what days I'm going to do it on. I don't know how long I'm going to do it. I guess I'm just going to see what people say. For now, I'm going to do a Monday show. I'm going to let it ride for a week and see what people think. And I'll come back next Monday to talk to you again. Until next time, please be a good person. That's all I can ask of you.